You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. In the year 2020, Nathan Flynn escaped from another dimension to warn everybody that this movie is pretty solid. I don't know. I had no real intro, guys. Hey, I'm Nathan, and you know what? Sometimes I manage to work it where I have no intro, but it turns into an intro. It's the magic of improv, gentlemen, or mm, no, no, it's not really the magic of improv. It's the magic of being far too... uh, Far too ill-equipped to introduce a movie this fucking bonkers. We're here talking you about Arch Enemy. superpower. I do. All I do is talk <laughs> about film and somehow, I don't know, manage to have some amount of energy at the end of the day. Regardless, you just heard Jordan. Hello. And with me, I got Ryan. What's going on? And I got Luane. Hey, how's it going? It's going swimmingly. So we're here talking about Arch Enemy, which is the third film by Adam Egypt Mortimer. Cue Jordan's joke about his name. Actually, I was just fucking around. I didn't have it. Yeah, there's no (laughs) jokes. The dude's just got a badass name. Adam Egypt Mortimer. Why wasn't that the name of the superhero? He sounds like a vampire. Okay, first off, that does sound like a fucking... DC character. <laughs> Secondly, it is balancing the line between, oh, that sounds kind of cool, and also, dude, what the fuck kind of name is that? Why would you not just go with Adam Egypt? I mean, like, who needs the last name? Okay, yeah, that, no, 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 wait, fuck that. Egypt Mortimer. That gets people to notice you. Egypt Mortimer would be awesome. Adam Egypt sounds like a porn star. Well, Adam Egypt sounds like somebody doing, like, the discount Black Adam from Shazam. <laughs> Adam Egypt. Oh my god, it... That, that is a low-rent Shazam toy from, like, China. Yeah, <laughs> there is, you go. It, it vaguely looks like uh, Dwayne Johnson, but it's just a reused head from uh, Scorpion King. <laughs> um, it, 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 it very much is, like... Can I get this uh, Black Adam toy? We got Black Adam at home. So there's a lot of superhero talk involving this movie because it is kind of a superhero movie. Um, so anyways, this is his film following up Daniel Isn't Real, which if you haven't seen, is a really cool indie. It's got, um, oh, why am I blanking on the actor's name? It's got Andy Dufresne's kid, Tim Robbins' kid, and Patrick Schwarzenegger's his imaginary friend. Or is he? And he sort of handles this, like, weird, like, outrun, sort of, like, almost Mandy-esque style with characters who believe they are something that they aren't and might just have it all inside their own head, which is sort of the same sort of vibe that Arch Enemy has, where this film is about a man named Max Fist, played by Joe Mangeliano. Did I do that right? Mangeliano? I just usually go with Magneto. Uh, Maganello. And Maganello? Manganiello? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You know the guy. Flash Thompson. <laughs> Has a fucking way better body than you and gets to bang Sofia Vergara. <laughs> that oh, shit, guy. He does. He does. Oh, yeah. So he's already way ahead of all of us. He's yes, ahead. he is. He, 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 no, no, no. As far as I'm concerned, he's won light. Like, he just wins. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Max Fist is this man who believes he escaped from another dimension that's all done in, like, animation. And it's really cool animation. And he has lost his superpowers. And he meets a young teenager. And his journey to try and get his superpowers back and get back to his world leads him to wipe out a crime boss played by Dennis Reynolds. A very unrecognizable glenn howerton yes and you even have paul Shear in here playing like a coked up drug dealer for a bit part it, it's a really fun bonkers movie it's another specter vision release which they've been on a roll as of lately even with keller out of space which a lot of people weren't popularly like as in love with as mandy they've just been one of the more interesting production houses to follow i mean it's it's Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah. They're fucking killing it. Regardless, we all have thoughts on this movie. I'm going to sort of just round table it. Ryan, how did you feel about this movie? I also kind of feel the same. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty solid overall. I think that if I had any gripes about it, I, I don't I don't know how you guys... I liked the animation. I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, but at times, it did kind of make it a little bit difficult to know what was going on at least for me like i at times i think it was maybe experimental to a fault i don't know how did you how did y'all feel about that the animation i felt i i personally loved it and it honestly did feel like this uh sort of stylized comic book art mm -hmm. that you know i, I like i would read a monthly ongoing or a full original graphic novel in that style i think i think it really helps get across the epicness of max fist the otherworldliness since they probably didn't have much of a budget so it's like okay so this is how we'll get around it and i think that's clever and i tried to see this movie uh, as its own thing which you know i i like to think i did but also with me being the uber nerd that i am and that i'm looking above me right now as we record my shelf full of fucking trade paperbacks and all these comics which i'm gonna say safely 90 percent are superheroes you know comics part of my brain is gonna start recognizing this that but it, it 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 didn't distract me too much the art style was great and i thought even having that sort of inside superhero knowledge actually kind of helped my enjoyment because this is a very interesting unconventional sort of superhero film i think it sort of plays on you knowing some of that stuff i mean oh yeah it's not krypton it's chromium it's not superman it's this dude max fist all of these things are sort of there i mean he's got the i mean he's got a beard for a lot of it but he's got the jawline and the features that it's clear that they're making like they're, they're playing off of superman right and so there's also this expectation that he's secretly really heroic he's just reached this low point in his life which they sort of play with later because we find out just how heroic he really was both on chromium and here and who the titular arch enemy is and why and what that all means the thing i ran into was oh this reminds me of this movie or this reminds me of this movie or this reminds me of that this other deconstruction of superhero stuff um which was sort of a distraction for me um but that was actually where the, the, the sort of comic transitions were sort of a nice touch. And again, I'm sure that was partly at least budgetary. You don't have to make a Krypton set. You just have to, or I'm sorry, a Chromium set. Um, but it was, 
I don't know. It it was interesting. We talk about the whole superhero thing, but like for half this movie, it's a coin toss whether or not this is just a crazy homeless dude or an actual fugitive superhero, right? So that's always in the back of one's head. And we didn't really talk much yet about the other sort of primary cast, Hamster and his sister Indigo. Yeah, I wanted to get to that. Because uh, he's he's following him mainly because it's like he wants to be a reporter. He's just like, I want to show you Hamster's world like for this uh, fucking... Trendable. I, yeah, tr- it, fucking BuzzFeed. It, it's pretty much that. For, yeah. for, for this fucking <laughs> BuzzFeed news service. I don't know how else to compare it. So, uh, I I guess a mixture of BuzzFeed, Pinterest. I'll go with Pinterest uh, it's, since it's I, I actually get some yeah. enjoyment out of that. But it it's like, and he, he even says like, you know, hey, I want to be like Hunter S. Thompson. Get into shit. I was like, okay, first off, kid, you need to do way more drugs. Way more drugs. <laughs> Secondly... That's it. Just get way more drug. Yeah. I mean, this film ostensibly functions as, like, the second act of, like, Superman 2 or, or Spider-Man 2, where the hero is stripped of their powers, and you're seeing it from the other character's perspective instead, where it's like, oh, yeah, I am the superhero. I have, I've been taken from my world. Fucking Thor did the same thing. But it's seeing True. that plot line taken just as that plot line for the whole film. And I think I really enjoyed that the most out of the film. I love the premise in general. I think the animation is really cool here. I think... Overall, the actors do a great job. I mean, Glenn Howerton, this is the most I've seen him, you know, stretch his acting chops outside of Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Paul Shear too. I I really thought was a great like hysterical <laughs> cameo. Oh, I love I loved him as Post Malone. <laughs> and by the way, my head can is that this is what happened to his character Andre at after the end of the league. That's that is my head cannon. No one I can, can buy take that. this from me. The 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 thing about the the I about called them kids. To me, they're kids. They're significantly younger than I am. Um, Hamster and Indigo. Hamster initially, I was like, why the hell would you have a character like that? And then I realized, oh, the primary sidekick, like the sidekick ever, is Robin. How does that work with Batman? Right. So sure, why not Hamster? I mean, he even gets his own little superhero outfit later, which is its own sort of thing. And his sister Indigo already looks like a superhero. Oh, totally. You know, she's already got a character to her. She doesn't like him. I mean, obviously, Hamster's probably not his birth name, but Indigo certainly could potentially be hers. Yeah, I mean, I'm just assuming Hamster's like a street name. Yes, although it certainly lacks a lot of tough guy cred. But it's one of the things about this, though, is it's it does the same thing you always end up dealing with superhero movies which is it's a superhero origin story except it's not in the same way that they almost always are because it's not about max fist's origin kinda but it is but there's other stuff that i don't want to get into that also makes me go okay let's see what this world has after this movie i yeah i i did want to bring that up i actually want to see more of this because the way this movie ends made me really excited about what happened and now the new possibilities the new potential and i'm just thinking like okay cool and it even felt like a passing of the torch you know much like uh the mantle of robin as you brought up you know how we got 
Dick Grayson, then Jason Todd, then Tim Drake, the best, and uh, Stephanie Brown, Damien. I mean, it it did bring that up, as well as just also a totally bonkers third act, which I fucking loved. Yeah. Well, yeah, you also get a reminder that Mangiello also probably could have been the Punisher if they were short for somebody. Now we need Deathstroke. I mean, come on. We, well, okay, sure. We already yeah, got John Barenfall and Frank Grillo. Yeah, and the action scenes in this are very well done, especially for the budget. I mean, Mangeliano, Matt, blah, 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 whatever his name Max is. Fist. Winner Max Fist. Winner of Fist. Max Fist. Max Fist kills it in a lot of his action physicality. He's just within the realm to where it's like, okay, maybe this guy might have been a superhero, or maybe this guy's just like a bodybuilder who is now drunk and washed up, and on a lot of crystal meth. And I don't know, a lot of that leads to being very enjoyable. There's a lot of great humor in the film, but I honestly, I think it's kind of hard to talk about this movie without talking about spoilers, and we don't need to go into spoilers on this to give our full no, thoughts. No, because people should just go see yeah. this. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I did want to bring up Skylin Brooks is who plays Hamster and Zoli Griggs plays Indigo. Both. Uh, oh my God, they're amazing. Yeah, oh, wonderful yeah. performances. Especially, I think, Zoli Griggs as Indigo. Hamster, I, I, it took me a while to warm up to him because it's just like, you know, it's like, yo, I, I want to be in this shit. Hunter S. Thompson was like, okay, well, one, he might have gotten a face tattoo because he's that fucking crazy. Two... Your sister's way more interesting. Uh, She just has a bit more of a complete arc. And again, Hamster, he is a likable character. It just took me a bit to kind of warm up to him initially. He's the sidekick. But... Again, these are—they uh, are wonderful performances. They—he's a better they Chris O'Donnell up. than Chris O'Donnell ever was. Oh yeah, <laughs> without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. Oh, so what NCIS spinoff is he gonna star in down the line? Give it a couple years. Winnipeg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I don't know why. I watched that. that. NCIS. Does Canada even have an NCIS? I'm I'm sure they have something. I I probably just found what I'm going to look up for the rest of the night when we get done here. But yeah, moving on to final thoughts so Jordan can do her NCIS research. Ryan, what were your feelings on this overall? Yeah, so uh, final thoughts. Overall, I did find it to be really, really fun. And especially... Jordan, you mentioned the third act and just how like insane that it gets. I really did enjoy it. I, I think maybe there was, for me, there was a little bit of a lull in, in the middle, but overall, I mean, I would definitely recommend it. It's a really fun, like, like you all were saying, really fun deconstruction of superhero movies and great performances. And yeah, like it is really impressive. Like I did have like a minor, I mean, the animation is really, really good and it is original and I can appreciate the, how much they're able to do on what seemed like kind of a, a smaller budget. And yeah, I, c- I can appreciate it on that level. I think I would probably give it uh, six and a half pints of blue blood. <laughs> and Jordan? Uh, I did also want to point out Joe Magnello. He's an executive producer on this and he is a rather massive nerd. So I also got I, I also get the feeling this is a passion project that actually paid off. It, it it felt like he wanted to put a lot of heart and effort into it. And that shows with his incredible performance, as well as the performance of the rest of the cast. One I haven't brought up, because that's a bit of a spoiler. But, 
yeah, this movie, this was a surprise. I, I mean, as much as superheroes are a dime a dozen, superhero deconstructions are also just about a dime a dozen these days. And so you gotta, you, you gotta have a good angle uh, for me, really, to sort of go in on it. And this movie succeeded. It was an honest surprise. It, it really was. I cannot recommend this enough. I do hope this finds an audience because I actually would like a continuation. I would like a sequel to see where, you know, given how the story ends, I want to see where it goes next. So I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 glorious Glenn Howerton mustache shideburns combo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lil Wayne? Uh, yeah, Jordan's right. There's there's a lot of superhero stuff, and there's a lot of superhero deconstruction stuff. Um, I've already watched a couple of those this year for the site alone. Um, and, of course, there's always stuff like The Boys and, you know, everything Alan Moore ever did involving actual superhero. I mean, it's all there. But this one, this was interesting because, as a, as a viewer, I had a lot of doubts about what was going on right? I mean, how reliable is this guy who's potentially mentally ill or potentially an alcoholic and certainly turns out to be a drug user? And, you know, and his story is interesting, but it sounds like a story and it sounds rehearsed and it is rehearsed because there's a whole joke about that sitting at the bar telling the exact same stories to people. So I was willing to go along for the ride because at the very least, I want to know which is it? Which side does, which side of the coin do we come down on? Is he a hero or at least super powered or is he just a crazy delusional dude that you could buy off with 20 bucks and a bottle of mad dog to go do whatever it's we've talked about the cast and again they're great i love them i really i also agree with jordan i'd like to see arch enemy too um and they could even continue making fun of superhero sequels with that one um yeah this was kind of a surprise i i had middling hopes and it turned out to be a lot better than i expected so i'm gonna give this one 3.75 out of five spirulina balls i didn't even know they had balls but there you go <laughs> damn we are getting granular on these ratings yeah i really really enjoyed this i thought this was a great follow-up to daniel isn't real which if you like this movie after listening to our review, or if you're just like, I want to know what this movie's kind of going to be like and not willing to, I don't know, full on sell yourself to rent Arch Enemy, check out Daniel Isn't Real. It's on Shutter. It's fantastic. This director is one that I'm going to look out for in the future because this is a really solid movie. I vastly enjoyed its subversions on the superhero genre. It's rare to see a superhero subversion that doesn't end up feeling a little hackneyed. I mean, Christopher Nolan did a superhero subversion that is now like one of the most popular trilogies ever made. M. Night Shyamalan tried to. Sadly, it didn't pan out for him. And it's, you know, not to shit on glass in the middle of this, but it deserves the shit on it. Give me I my mean, money back. I at least back. we got Unbreakable. Yeah, at least we That's got Unbreakable true. and Split to some extent. But yeah, this is... This is a really strong work. Everybody in the cast is fantastic. The action is great. The animation is great. Get really high and watch this movie if you're in a legal state. Um, yes. <laughs> it, it, it's a fun time. We'd recommend it, but not necessary. <laughs> in legal states, I should add. I should add. Um, 
And we're obviously not in Texas right now where I'm recording this. But yeah, this this was a lot of fun, guys. Um, I'm really looking forward to what he does next. I'm got to give this a 7. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get super granular with this. I'll do a 7.78 out of 10. Tron-like frisbees that made the Tron nerd in me like geek out when I saw them animated. 